The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition, another season, another year of the Federal Football Report on 1500 AM Federal News Network.com and coming soon to Podcast One. Coming soon. But we'll Not have more information enough. on that later. Yes, right. <laughs> but first things first, the Washington Redskins open up the season uh, with the loss to the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, 32-27. And I'll get Kevin's thoughts on this a little bit later. I don't think it was as close as the final <laughs> score indicated. But We'll have more on that a little bit later. First of all, Kevin, welcome back to another year, another season. I don't know what it is about these folks here at Federal News Network and Hubbard Broadcasting and Lisa Wolf. They continue to let us do the show. You know, well, you know, I've always said that they were uh, great judges of talent. Exactly. You know, I've, I've said that. And they know what they're doing. These yeah. people, they didn't stumble across these high-paying positions, right? Exactly. These people are good, and they know good stuff. Exactly. And as long as they're giving us airways, we're going to take advantage of it, and we're going to do a radio That's show, right. and we're going to talk burgundy and gold. Lots Lots to get to when it comes to this game. We didn't do a preseason uh, 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 edition of the show, but um, as we go through week one, there'll be plenty of things that happen through the preseason that I'm sure we'll get to. Uh, But first things first, let's talk about this week one loss in Philadelphia, 32-27. There's nothing else to talk. I mean, there's plenty to talk about, but there's no other story to start with. Then with Adrian Peterson, here's what happens. So my wife and I and our six-year-old Manny, we're going to an early lunch. Some may call it brunch, but we had lunch. It was 1130 at BJ's in uh, Laurel, which would be the last time I mentioned BJ's in Laurel, because unless they want to become a sponsor of the show, (laughs) I'm not going to say the name of the establishment anymore. But we were there. You mean the wholesale warehouse? That BJ's? No, no, no. BJ's the brew house or whatever it's called. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're there, and I look on the screen and the little ESPN, you know, crawl that comes across the bottom says wash W, you know, what says W S H, you know, colon a Peterson inactive, healthy scratch or something like that. And I look and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) I don't say anything. I don't panic. Maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe I got something wrong. I wait for it to come across the screen again and I see it. And indeed, Adrian Peterson inactive, for no reason, no health reasons. And so I think to myself, this is typical Washington Redskins. <laughs> this is, this is typical, typical Washington Redskins for several reasons. I'm going to get to, to, that was my initial thought. I'll right, get to right, the several right. reasons in, in a second. What was your initial thought when you found, where, where were you and what were you doing when you found out? Well, I was on my way to this very location because I was filling in for the uh, weekend producer here at a Federal News Network, and I was listening to, you know, you got, there's not a lot of early coverage. I guess the, the football guys get up late <laughs> on game day. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we're talking about 7 o'clock in the morning, and I hear it on um, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, wow. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and, and they're, uh, you know, they have no skin in the game, as they say. They're not uh, <laughs> invested in it. So it was just something they reported. Adrian Peterson reported inactive today, but they didn't know enough to report that, right? right you know, right. And I just... 
I don't know if you can hear me shaking my head on the radio, but that's what I did because we've seen this story before. If you remember, once upon a time, there was a quarterback here uh, named Robert Griffin III mm-hmm. who quite often found himself inactive on. Uh, on game day, mm-hmm. right? You know, mm-hmm. we're not dressed for the game for no other reason. The coach didn't want to dress him, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Jay Gruden's a very punitive type dude. <laughs> you know, if there's something that was on his mind, it outweighs the, the, the needs of the team. And I hope the of all else, that it wasn't going to be any turmoil. You, you, we all remember those famous photos of uh, AP in New Orleans, uh, right? Looking yeah. at shot, glaring at Sean mm-hmm. Payton. But we don't know what that situation was all about. But I was the pleased. difference is number one, he was dressed. At least he had his uniform <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, and then you start hearing these reports, and you hear a lot of reports from other outlets in this area that are basically rumor in your window. Like, and one mm-hmm. I heard uh, Friday was there was an argument. Uh, between the coach and, and AP, mm-hmm. and it came out that the coach wanted to release AP, didn't want him on the team. Okay, and and he was instructed that he would be on the team, mm. and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so there was there was this thing that was being spread that that AP was going to uh, always be in the coach's ear if he wasn't in the game or something like that. And AP just has never struck me as that type of dude. No, right? you know, not. Of course, all players want to play. He's not exactly Antonio Brown. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> so, you know, so I was just saying, well, I just hope AP doesn't fuel this fire. Right. And if you heard any of the interviews, it, he was just a consummate professional. Like he said, you know, my job here is to be ready, either be ready to start or be ready to be called upon. And that's why I intend to do is to be ready. It was unbelievable. And because and, here's my thought process in a, in, in a, with a team in a year where you had a lot of turnover. I mean, look at the receivers outside of, for the most part, Paul Richardson. No one's played a down for the Redskins. You look at the running backs, Darius Geis, he was hurt, you know, last year, had never played a down for the team. Case Keenum has never played a down for the team. Uh, from, uh, I believe, three out of the five offensive linemen or two out of the five, have never played a down for the team. Chris Thompson sure has played, but he's coming off of injury last right, year. Right, right. Adrian Peterson and Vernon Davis are the two who have played for this team before. And it's not as if Adrian Peterson is has not been valuable to the team. He carried the team on his shoulders <laughs> last team year. Valuable. <laughs> the team the, the named most him valuable. The, te- the team. <laughs> the team. Not, listen, not the Federal Football Report, <laughs> not any media agency or media outlet here in D.C. You know, not even Adrian Peterson, not even the NFL. The team, the team. named him the most valuable offensive player. And then they sit him in week one when you have very few players who have any. And what do you hear all the time, even when it comes to Dwayne Haskins and other players, even when it came to Case Keenum? It's going to take them time to learn the system. It's going to take them time to learn the system. So I'm thinking you would value guys who are productive and they know the system. Anyone want to tell me why in the world someone who was productive and knows the system was inactive week one? Well, and by the way, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, you throw that in there too. Now, do you want the the uh, the, the reason that was thrown out there? The I'll, reason, the, yes, the reason that was there because thrown, it was ridiculous. Yeah, Let's do it. What was thrown out there was they felt it was uh, they being uh, Grudy felt it was more important 
to to have an extra special teams player. So they got the guy who they just picked up from uh, Philadelphia, f- mm-hmm. who Philly had released, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was pretty much walking the street. Yeah. Like, he was like one step away from doing the federal football report. Right? Yeah, Number small three, right? We would have loved his contribution, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but we're not going to bring him in and start him. <laughs> we're going to work him in slowly, yeah, right? You know? Right, right. right. You know, because, you know, you know, we've been in radio a long time, man, but you didn't start right away. We no, worked you in, not. right? You know, exactly. I didn't start right away. They worked us in. Just like they should have done guys, right? There's not a. Okay. Now look, what if Donnie Simpson was in here doing a radio show? <laughs> and then we're going to bring you and me in, right? <laughs> right. You know, so they're not going to say, well, Donnie, you just sit back and watch. And we go. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this. And I'm like, okay, this kid Smallwood, special teams. There isn't, you know, the fifth linebacker you could throw on special. You mean to tell me. That in in the in the scale, and for those who are not um, watching us on CTV Channel seventy six, Prince George's County Access Television, you don't see me doing this, but I'm doing this, the the justice scales with my hands, right? So an AP's in my left hand, which is weighted heavier than what Smallwood brings to the table, right? You mean to tell me that that you believe that Smallwood will benefit your team this much on special teams right. that you couldn't get a fifth linebacker? Or a fifth cornerback to do whatever it is you need Smallwood to do, simply to have AP, who's proven to be your most productive player last year, a bona fide leader on the team, ready for week one and active. You know what he's bringing. You don't know what you're getting with guys. You don't know what you're getting with. I understand, look, during the preseason last year and even this year, he showed flashes. You know what AP's done. And for him to, to, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that he's not. Lying about this, or, or or at least just trying to, you know, well, this is why we did it, and not trying to cover up the fact that he's got this disagreement with AP. Here's why I hope so, because then at least it's just you were dumb enough to try to outsmart yourself. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So you'd because, rather he just be dumb. Exactly. I'd rather <laughs> he just be I'd dumb. I'd he'd be kind of dumb. I, I, I ain't seen it. But because he came out uh, yesterday, I was uh, taping this on a Monday, and came up with this weak excuse. It was almost like a defense of it. Like he was becoming angered, and then people were asking him about it. He said, "Now, if we ever get to the point where we're running an I formation and running the ball forty-four times, then he'll play." Like, like, like Un- that is the only function, right? You know, it's like, unbelievable. I'm, like, li- like, m- maybe, maybe he foresaw the laws and said, "If I do something that will take everyone's mind off the laws, they won't talk about the laws." Yeah, that didn't but work. It, that was but stupid. That yeah. didn't work either. That was stupid. I, there's you know, gotta it, be something. Now, now, here's what makes a lot of sense to me. Adrian Peterson has been very vocal about his relationship with Trent Williams. Yes, and that he's been talking to Trent. Trent wants to be a part of it, and maybe that rubbed the coaches, coaching staff, and the organization the wrong way. Um, and maybe, and, and, and from what it seems, maybe not even the organization. Maybe it just rubbed Gruden the wrong way, and maybe Gruden wanted to send a message. Maybe he doesn't want AP on the roster. But the but the organization wants AP on the roster. Well, you know, Gruden is the type. And so Gruden's using that to say, you know what? Forget you guys. I just won't play him. That's exactly what he did. It's as simple as that. Because he's the type of guy, and, and I don't know, I've never met the, the gentleman, but if you notice, anyone who will challenge his authority mm-hmm. 
Not not in the Antonio Brown fashion. Right. But look at DJ Swearinger last year, right? How un- DJ would speak out about things, right? Yeah, yeah. How uncomfortable he was. And, of course, maybe he shouldn't have gone to the media, right? But no one said that DJ was wrong about anything that he said, right? Right. And it got to the point where they just cut him. They released mm-hmm. him, right? Now, now, DJ probably could have handled it a different way. Sure. But what you did is anyone who didn't go along with the flow they 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 got rid. RG three was a perfect example. He went from being mm-hmm. the starting quarterback to he can't read, he can't read, he can't read defenses, mm-hmm. can't play. He's number three, right? right you know, right. And, and the media in this town were, were quick, quick to accept that because they weren't RG three fans, right? Right. Yeah, Although, yeah. yeah, I checked out the preseason game. They love him in Baltimore. Seems <laughs> they absolutely, like it. yeah, they seems absolutely like it, right? love him. The players, the the fans, everybody love him, right? But but um, what Gruden did. It was to the detriment of the team. Of course. Absolutely. To- Can coaches get fined for conduct or cause detrimental to the team the way players get fined? That was a probable offense for me. I don't understand. Well, see, here's the thing that people, they, they got to realize that. The but, players- we, but we agree that there's literally very little else to talk about other than this situation when it comes oh, to the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, there's plenty okay. to talk good, about, good, but good. this deserves. But this is, like, okay, go right yeah, ahead. I just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we can talk about why they didn't think Deshaun Jackson could still run, but we'll get to that too. <laughs> but but people are they forget these guys in the locker room are human beings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Adrian Peterson is, I mean, if you realize his, his, his history in the league and the, the devastating injury that he suffered in Minnesota yes. and came back, yes. came back, did what it takes to come back and became the NFL MVP that right. year. Right, You know, right. this man is admired. I would, I would go so far as to say beloved. Oh, of course, and absolutely. A lot of these guys, Darius guys had to grow up. Watching AP, oh, hundred percent, absolutely, right. and 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 a guy of AP's caliber again, first ballot Hall of Famer. That's a slap in the face. That's like there's some big concert here, you know, in downtown Silver Spring, you know, and they've got Stevie Wonder coming, and they say, "Hey, you know what? Never mind. We've got Claude. He's going to sing your songs." <laughs> now, I'm who wants this- to see that? They want to see Stevie. I'll say this for our, our older fan base. I am what we would call a seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. And back in the uh, 70s, there's a Hall of Fame player named Kenny Houston, safety, uh, played for, used to play for the Houston Oilers, mm-hmm. played the latter part of his years as a uh, Hall of Fame player for the Burgundy and Gold. The coach at the time, he was retiring, and we knew his last game was going to be at RFK, last game of the season. Mm-hmm. The coach, now I'm... I'm I have to look it up. It was either um, either Bill McPeak or Jack Pardee. The coach did not put him in the game that day. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame player, mm-hmm. last game, retired at home. Coach wouldn't put him in the game. Mm. The coach lasted maybe another week after that. <laughs> Right, because whatever right. he was doing was beyond football, mm-hmm. was beyond the game of football, right? And all the fans knew it. All the fans were there to pay tribute to this Hall of Fame player. Didn't put him in the game. And this is, on a smaller scale, exactly what Gruden's doing. Whatever sure. he's doing, whatever his reason is, it's beyond football. Mm. It's, it's just beyond football. It's definitely football. beyond football. It's the because, federal... look, if it's just a man-to-man thing, right, yeah. you know. Hash it out and then get over it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll take this aside, but right now we're going to put the team. We're trying to win a game. Yeah, right. To the team first, you and I. I will go nose and nose, whatever. Later, one hundred percent. It's I mean, it's unbelievable. It's the Federal Football Report on fifteen hundred uh, AM Federal News Network. Soon to come to po- uh, podcast one, by the way. And uh, coming up later on the show, it is Dallas week, so we'll preview the Redskins matchup with the Cowboys. Talk a little bit about the NFC East. Also, America's favorite segment, fake news or not, that's coming back for is this the third year? Of fake I news. I believe it's the third. How year. long has the current president been in the White House? Well, since uh, t- twenty. 20- 
16 or something 16? like that. So, yeah, so, yeah, he, so, yeah this will be the third year then for yeah, fake yeah. news and that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and this, I'm just reading this across the wire here again, recording this on Monday. It seems like Darius Geis suffered a, a, some kind of knee injury. Yes. And yes. he underwent an MRI on his knee Monday morning, and he's expected to miss some time. Yes, yes, from what I understand. We're gonna, we're, we're, this is a bonus, fake news or not. <laughs> Did Darius Geis really injure his knee, or is this just a play to kind of get Adrian Peterson back in without yeah. any kind of pride? Fake news no, or not? No, this is, this is real news. <laughs> from what I understand, there was a meniscus uh Damage the meniscus of being that I spent a little time in medical school is the <laughs> is the material that goes between the uh, upper leg, the femur, femur and the tibula, right? Oh, wow. So it's like a little cushioning, and you know, behind the knee, uh, between the bo- the the bones, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it it can be damaged and it can't be replaced, right? It, it's they can just like. Shoot, cortisone. My daughter, who's a professional dancer, uh, mm-hmm. suffers some uh, slight meniscus damage, and they could clean it out a little bit, right? And mm-hmm. do a couple of things to treat it, but you can't, like, grow a meniscus, right? So that he'll have that with him the rest of his life, right? right it it right. could be assisted with, like, a brace, an extra wrap. You don't have to wear the big metal brace, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's part of your body that if they remove it, Ain't part of your body right. <laughs> no more, right? You know. So she came back and was dancing again in, okay. in three weeks. Okay, right. Okay, but she ain't had nobody hitting at her legs. Yeah. And stuff, right. And, you know, she it, wasn't asked to carry the ball fifteen, twenty no, times. No, 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 no. You know, she. You know, she had the Cowboys coming after her knees that time and a poor offensive line. So, uh, yeah. So isn't that ironic that the same guy? <laughs> The same guy who wasn't going to get the ball unless they run the eye formation 44 times. Is now all of a sudden going to have to. We assume he's going to carry the load oh, no, now. He came back and said, yes, yes, he's great. He's wonderful. We're glad we have him on the team. That's what Grudy said. Oh. We're glad to have him on the team. And 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 the, and the media was, was just like shaking their heads. Well, I wasn't there, but I knew because I knew what I was going to say. Of right, course. You know? um, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. I mean, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, now Darius, guys. Because um, cause then, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. You know, would he have suffered this knee injury if he was sharing carries with Adrian Peterson? Maybe or, not. Or if he had gotten a few more reps in the preseason yep. to strengthen his his, uh, his his legs, right? And work his, him back in slowly. Work him again, in slowly. Because again, you got because, AP here. Right, because it's the difference between, like, training camp uh, hits and, and the limited hits they get to do in practice now and, and game situations where they're hitting you for real. Like you know, in, in mm. practice, even your, your teammates they're gonna ease up on you, except for every so often they might want to give right. you one, let you know that they're there. Right. But you know, and you know, so this year was the first year that they didn't scrimmage another team. Yeah, in the preseason. yeah. yeah. Usually it's either the Jets or and Pittsburgh if you go or through the, Cleveland. The the the, um, the procedural aspect of it, you know, he wasn't actually formally cleared to play until like the day before that last preseason game, mm. right? You know, so. Mm-hmm. We don't know. We don't know what kind of shape this guy is in. And, and from all the moves, and to wrap all this thing up, man, from yeah. all the moves that, that this team made in the, in the preseason, we don't know what the end game is here. Is the end no game clue. to put the best 53 on the field? Mm-hmm. Oh. If so, the best player on the roster <laughs> was inactive. Your best skill player. Your best skill player. Man, if only we had a radio show that we could talk about this, man. 
It's the Federal Football Report. It's only an hour, too. What are we going to do? (laughs) Oh, man. We got to move forward, guys. We'll get a little bit more on the game. Uh, Again, the Washington Redskins fall to the Philadelphia Eagles. Week one in Philadelphia. Try to rebound uh, into week two. Uh, Gosh, where's that final score? 32 to 27. We'll come back with fake news or not. First edition of this season. Also, we've got the Cowboys preview coming up. And we'll take a look at the We haven't talked about the Eagles yet. We're going to talk about a preview of the Cowboys. I got a lot to say about that, too. Yeah, we'll get to all that. Coming up next on the Federal <laughs> Football Report on Federal News Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. Coming soon to Podcast One, by the way. You'll be able to download it on all the uh, normal podcast uh, platforms. Yeah, we're sorry it took so long. It's just, you know, technology and stuff, man. Well, I mean, we had to wait for the right deal. I mean, you can't just put this high-quality programming out on anything without the right price. So we had to wait for that. But, yeah, so the Washington Redskins opened the season uh, 0-1 with a 32-27 loss uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. If you look at it, though, mm-hmm. actually the record should be one and one right now because they won. They clearly won the first half of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it because it was it was definitely the tell of two halves. It's funny because you look at it and in the first half you've got the offense clicking, you've got the defense clicking. Uh, second half, neither side of the ball uh, uh, played up to what you hoped that they would play up to. I mean, if the offense could have sustained a few more drives, maybe it would have let the defense rest a little bit. But then if the defense would have stopped Philadelphia from scoring, you know, and, and, and here's the thing. I'm not even talking about long sustained drives. You let Deshaun Jackson beat you once deep. Okay, fine. You would assume that would make you think the second time around, he's not going to do this again. We're not going to let him beat us deep again, and he beat them deep. It's it's, it's amazing because when he was here, the the joy he took in beating the Eagles, right? Mm -hmm. The joy he took in going deep on the Eagles, it was obvious. And you knew it was going to happen. And my thing was, and I've been involved in certain, you know, I've never played professionally. Like, in my heart, I could have. Sure. Like, just my heart, not the body. But (laughs) there's there's certain things that, that the coaches will tell you. And one of them is, like, if you're playing defense and you know the guy's fast, you tell the guy, do not let him get behind you, right? <laughs> Always keep him in front of you. So you don't need a massive playbook with all no, kinds no. of fancy terminology to understand that. he's fast. Don't let him get behind right. you. So that means if you have okay. to just back up and back up and back up and start 20 yards off the ball, mm-hmm. exaggerating, of course, that's what you do. And then let them have everything in front of you because you have a 17-point lead. Mm-hmm. It will take them time if they get a 5 yard pass here, four-yard pass there. Let them have that. Mm-hmm. Let them have that. Mm-hmm. When you get to a certain point towards your own end zone, his speed, his speed becomes less of a factor because he can't blow by you, right? Mm-hmm. you got the end zone, right, as an as a extra defensive man. Right, right. And, 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 you know, my thing is, you know, I sit here and watch some of these plays, and I get the raw emotion from it, but I'm just not a fan of... A DB, you know, even if you're, even if someone else was out of position with the hands up, like, where is everybody? What's how you're like, come on, man. Like, you know, just, just, I don't know. It's, it's just defeatism about it. And, and, and I don't know whether, um, you know, it's the whole Josh Allen thing, but they seem to do fine against the run until he went out. And maybe, maybe he's the glue 
that keeps the defense together. I don't know, but we hear so much talk about how improved the defense was going to be. We're going to stop the run. The defense is going to be the strength of the team. And it seemed like coming out the second half, Philadelphia had it all figured out. It's funny because I'm watching the game and I'm talking to some Redskins fans. And, uh, when the Redskins were down, when the, when the, uh, Eagles were down, I think it was 20 to nothing or maybe 17 zip. And the Eagles scored that touchdown before they scored. Six minutes left in the second. I said, here's what's going to happen. The Eagles are going to score a touchdown and they're going to go in the half down 17 seven or 20 to seven. They're going to come out in the second half and they're going to score the first touchdown. They're going to end up going up 21 to 20 and they're going to win the game. And that's exactly what happened. Johnson Allen going out was was important. He's a, he's a great player, but most of the runs weren't like directly up the middle, right? They were like at angles and on the corners and the edges, and and it was. And I'll say this: I say this to people, and they've been poo pooing it all day long. When the game started, the Eagles didn't have any film on any of these guys. Right, they knew about right. Allen, mm-hmm. right? They they knew about the front line, that so called Alabama wall, right? They knew a little bit about uh, Kerrigan and and. But they didn't know anything about the about the defense. They didn't know anything. They knew you know a little bit about Josh Norman, but they didn't know anything about right. the rest of these guys. And they certainly didn't know anything about the offense. Hundred well, percent. Right? Who knows? McLaren. McLaren, I believe, was undrafted. Right. Right. So, right. so right. a lot of people were surprised by that. Right. And it wasn't like he beat somebody directly. Right. He just uh, Keenum just threw the ball up in the air and, and McLaren ran under right. it. Right. You the, know. I mean, the one time he was wide open, he overthrew him. By right. Like four right. Yards. Right. Right. But then at halftime, they had something they could talk. about. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they say, "Oh, this guy's fast. He's not going to be this deep, right? This guy seems to rush inside. Maybe we can like uh, we can run outside, right?" Mm-hmm. They they made adjustments. They looked right. at what happened in the first half and made adjustments. Mm-hmm. And are uh, you familiar? Did you hear any of the post game quotes from uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson? W- one yeah, of the things yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. said was he kept telling the team. Just hang in there, cause they don't know how to play with a lead. Right, <laughs> right, right. I've been there. Well, it's funny because he could have been on a federal football report because it's stuff we've been saying the, the entire time. Right. Mainly that the Redskins, whether in the lead or behind, or even in a tough game, they don't make adjustments. They no, they that's... don't make adjustments at all. And I mean, you know, where's where's the? Okay, we're up twenty-seven. Stomp on their throats. You know, beat them down now. For some reason, there's this there's this complacency that comes with the lead with the Redskins that that it, for whatever reason causes them to give up these big leads and they're in these dog fights towards the end. And this one was just less of a fight, and and they it was it was lost in the third quarter. Well, yeah, yeah, and and like from the beginning though, it was kind of hopeful because. It was like the unexpected, right? Now, you expect Vernon Davis to to do his best, but you don't expect him to hurdle a right. guy. Right, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. Outrun yeah. the entire defense, right? By the way, our condolences to Vernon oh, Davis. Very much so. Grandfather, yeah. Very much so. He was playing with a, you know, very, uh, um, during a very emotional time, yeah, right? So he heart, was giving yeah. it his all, right? As you expect from a veteran of, mm-hmm. of, of, of his capabilities, huh, right? If they had another veteran in there, maybe yeah, he would have his Man, okay. they'd be good to have. I bet a lot of teams would love to have a have veteran have. running back. He's going to look good in that Patriot blue. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the defense, it was a combination of the obvious rust that the Eagles had because I don't believe that Wentz played at all in the preseason. Right, he didn't. He didn't play but at all. But yeah. after, <laughs> After two quarters of football, he seemed like he had knocked a lot of the rust off, mm-hmm. right? But 
It was like the, the burden and gold was content where they were. Right. You know, right. And you can't ever do that. You can never nope. be content. You got to look at ways to get better at what you do in the, in the course of the game, right? And I've heard running backs say this, right? The running back will tell you that a run, a certain move they do in the first quarter is to set the defense up for something mm-hmm. they're going to do in the third quarter, oh, 100%. right? But they kept beating their heads against the same brick wall, and it just wasn't happening. And they gave the Eagles defense time to get alive, and they started going after Keenum. And, right. and that made all the difference in the world. Yeah, no, absolutely. It definitely made all the difference in the world. It's a Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, com. It's time for America's favorite segment, Kevin. I do we remember how to do this. It's been months, and we didn't, you know, but we don't really need a preseason for fake news or not. Well, you know, we, we know how to do it, but with with the new uh, digs, we, oh, you know, this is the first show that we were doing from the new this facility is, as well. Yeah, we're, we're in the new facilities here at Federal News Network, uh, just steps away from the Glass Enclosed Nerve Center of That's WTOP. Right. That's right. Right. Very impressive studios, except we just don't know how to do some of the old stuff we used to do. Have you ever watched Star Trek, The Next Generation, has seen the bridge of the Enterprise? Uh, <laughs> it's like that, but better. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen. So, but, all, but all the bells and whistles have not been transported right, over, right? right? Because you know, we use the classic uh, material, and this stuff is just so high-tech. So, so high-tech. we got to use some of our imagination until exactly. we get the uh, uh, glass-enclosed nerve centers Scientists, exactly, <laughs> right to, to replicate the dilithium that it takes to put this stuff into effect. And so I'll just do it this way: it's time for fake news or not? No, that's not, pretty good. Not, yeah, not. yeah. Okay, so right. here we go: fake news, and I've got three statements. Uh, Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or whether it's actual news, aka not fake news. <laughs> uh, statement number one: Adrian Peterson was a legitimate inactive because of special teams need. That is fake so- news. That is the fakest of fake news. That is the fakest. I mean, they could have gotten, let's see now, um, anybody. <laughs> anybody. Fletcher Cox was playing special teams for the Eagles, right? You know, They could have gotten anybody. That was like the weakest excuse. Yeah. The weakest. That was almost as weak as you remember of three years ago when they put RG3 in the game and said, you know, uh, in the preseason with the fourth string offensive line yeah, yeah, against yeah. the first string Ravens. <laughs> and they said, oh, you got a concussion. He said, I got what? Yeah, sit down over there. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is now the starter. Right, They're just exactly. bad at this. They're just very, very bad. So that's just, fake news. It's just fake news. Okay, but so, now, so it seems like Peterson's going to play this upcoming week against Dallas yes, because yes, Geist has a knee injury, obviously. Yes, that's what it seems. However that happens. And so, okay, cool. Statement number two. Case Keenum is fine as your starting quarterback. Continue to sit Haskins. Fake news or not? I'm going to say that that's news. And the okay. reason I'm going to mm-hmm. say that is because there's a young man in Kansas City, mm-hmm. quarterback, mm-hmm. who did not play as a rookie, not right. a lot. He may have gotten into some cleanup action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure, but I know he threw at least three touchdowns yesterday. <laughs> That's right. You know, That's and this right, is yeah. after he sat as a rookie and observed mm-hmm. Alex Smith for a while. Won right? the uh, MVP last year, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it was very close. Should have every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And also, there's another young man playing quarterback in, in Baltimore huh? who didn't start as a rookie right away, but started toward the end of the year. Sure. After sitting some games, mm-hmm. and this this young man threw five touchdown passes right. yesterday. And they said he can't throw. That's right. He's a wide receiver. He's been throwing fact, all through college. As a matter of fact, he came in his, pre- his post game press conference and said, "Not bad for a running back." Yeah, huh? right, right, right. <laughs> Not a bad quarterback right. for a running back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I appreciate it. So, yeah, good for that, him that's too. news, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's best for Haskins to just sit back, observe. Because he, he, he was observing two things. He sees, one, how the defense, how the op- offense operates mm-hmm. against certain defenses. And 
Two, he sees what kind of clown he got for his coat. Right. <laughs> right, like, this guy doesn't know what he's yeah, doing. Let me sit back and chill with me. He's going to get me killed, right? I yeah. wonder what Case Keenan thought when he saw AP was in a, was inactive. I wonder, I mean, we saw what some of the guys from the line felt. I mean, was it Morgan Moses who came out and was like, I don't know what in the world that's all about. But if you got it, <laughs> yeah, sitting in it, a Hall of Famer, you know, and he still got juice left, that's a slap in the face. Yeah, and he's right. It's a slap. It's that, clear that there's just some kind of dissension in the locker room about the whole thing. And, I, I don't understand it, but I don't see anybody now as, as this, this team has been known to like mm-hmm. throw their, their teammates under the bus, right? Well, here's the this. thing. It's, well, it's, it's like I say about um, like Little League football, right? You get players on, on, on the field and, you know, the parents of a kid who's really not that good, he gets his playing time because you got to rotate everybody in, right. but he doesn't get as much as the good players because he's just not that good at the game, right? right. And you get his parents and his uncle, they're screaming from the stands, put in Ray Ray! Put in Ray Ray! <laughs> you know who doesn't want to go in the game? Ray Ray, because he knows he's not the best player, and he knows that the other teammates are going to look at him like, oh, here, here he goes, he's going to yeah, miss yeah, a tackle, yeah. or he's going to drop the ball. He doesn't want to go in the game because he knows he's not the best. The other players on the team are like, AP's not playing? Right, they all know. What are we What are we doing? What are we doing? They all know, and and to have, how do you, how do you feel if you're Darius guys, right? You know, <laughs> to have your debut Tarnished right. by this, right? You know, right. you didn't ask for this, right? Exactly. You know, exactly. if there had been a, a an actual competition in training camp, then everybody who know who the best player was. And that's another thing. There was literally no word of a competition between Geis and Peters. None. So it wasn't as. A, and so who's to say? So 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 when Gruden comes out and and he makes it seem as if it's just ridiculous to think that well, I mean, if we're going to do fifty runs out of our form, then we'll put him in, like. There was no competition, though, to see who would be the best running back if you weren't doing I for him. But, you know, but, you interesting. Know. He was saying that he could take 50 carry. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, right. saying it's that ridiculous. the guy could do it. This is ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Man, it's and just nuts. For a guy who wasn't even clear for contact a week earlier, it's, yeah. it's stupid. Just I mean, it's early, stupid. but Gruden's got to go. Anyway, <laughs> third, third, third statement uh, uh, for fake news or not in week one. After the first game, after week one, it is the most uh, exaggerated period in a fan's and uh, analyst's life. You win, you go into the Super Bowl, you lose, everyone needs to be fired. Fake news or not, with the Redskins situation, it's just week one. There's no need to panic. Fake news or not. That is so fake. <laughs> Look for the life preservers. There's an iceberg. The iceberg dead ahead. But, you know, how can... And what, what exacerbates the situation is, I watched the Cowboys play. <laughs> Our next opponents. I watched them play. Mm-hmm. And Me they too. did the same thing. And they were, they were, under, they were in turmoil mm-hmm. because there was the going back and forth between the owner and the star running back, yep. you know, mm-hmm. and, and they were. Quarterback and, still wants some money, but he's reporting. Right, you right, got people, your, the, the actual guy who made a difference on the team, Amari Cooper from last year. He still wants a contract, but he's showing in up. Turmoil. Mm-hmm. And they came out and they just looked like they were ready for the Super Bowl Man, next week. Had a 75 year old guy come out of retirement to play. Play tight in again. <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's frightening because those are our next opponents, right? So if you all think that they are going to take it easy on the Burgundy mm-hmm. and go, they're going to feel sorry for them or, or uh, they're going to be happy to see AP, 
No. Not at all. Not and at all. with the with the situation, we don't know what's going to happen with the fans at FedEx Field. I was going to say bonus um, fake news or not. There will be a, uh, a, a, re- a return to Redskins pride and home field being a factor this Sunday. There will be more Redskins fans present than Cowboys fans. Fake news or not. I see how you did that, man. That was more fake than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's going to It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. And, and, and uh, you do realize they announced this week. The D.C. government announced mm-hmm. that they were going to destroy RFK. Mm-hmm. You know, the RFK will be within the next two years, like, no more. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're going to put uh, uh, housing and retail there. No mention of putting another stadium there where it should be. Yeah. So not only do you not have a place that you can, as a, as a football fan, feel a true home field advantage, not only... Have they taken that away from you? They're going to take away your memories. Yeah, no, <laughs> By you're taking right. away the old place, right? You know. Yeah, no. Even, here's what's interesting about that too is is um you know when you hear and you read the comments about RFK, it's as if it was just dismissed as this old junk building. Yeah. As if they had no clue what RFK meant to Washingtonians. The people fans who are the making Redskins. these decisions don't have a clue. They don't. And by the way, not just fans of the Redskins. I was having a conversation with someone who was born and bred in Washington, D.C., and he's actually a Cowboys fan. I don't know where we find these people. Oh, man. But he was born impossible. in D.C. That's fake news right there. <laughs> he was born in D.C. <laughs> Ten minutes from RFK, and uh, he's a Cowboys fan, and he says, I can't believe the way they're talking about RFK. I mean, he grew up. Watching, we want Dallas. Why the raft is shaking? Yeah, and it's like that's a historic building. You renovate that, you you know, you make it into something useful. You don't tear it down without any plans to rebuild RFK uh, 2.0. You know, RFK, back in the day, RFK is where we had the D.C. High School football championship right, game on Thanksgiving. Right, the right. turkey bowl every the turkey day. Bowl. We happened to lose a day in the cost You know, it, Cougars, but hey. it's, 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 it shows where we are in Redskins football when the same week that they announced to tear down RFK, they sit all the same running back who was the most productive player on the team. There, there what has, in the world is happening? There has to be a, 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 a move made of, of a, a purposeful move made to stop this slide. Mm-hmm. You know, you would, you would think on the surface that bringing in a guy like, like, uh, Bruce Allen, who has history with the team, whose father actually established a, a winning tradition in D.C. Before we had talent, we just were winning. We had the two years under, uh, Lombardi before he passed, right? But George Allen, when he came to town, he said, you know, they said that the politicians couldn't do it, Republicans couldn't do it, Democrats <laughs> couldn't do it, but the Redskins brought this town together. That's true, and it's true. It's it, true. It's absolutely true. 100%. And, and unless they purpose, purposefully do something about it, I, this is going to be a home field advantage for the Cowboys. I was talking to a gentleman uh, whose son is 29 years old. He has no clue what it's like to see a Redskins team be successful. And that's sad because... Again, and this is from a conversation with a guy who's, who's a Cowboys fan who was talking about RFK. There's nothing like D.C. when the Redskins are winning. When nothing. the Redskins are winning, hey, love them or hate them, there's nothing like the city. Right, traffic in the morning or something, Monday morning coming to the way. Everybody's everybody pleasant. And for those who are listening to the Federal uh, Football Report on Federal News Network who's not from D.C., I'm not talking about the D.C. that you see on the news and, you know, downtown where the monuments are. I'm talking about the city where people live. You know right. what I mean? I'm talking about people who 
uh, wake up Monday morning and they feel good about life in general when the Redskins win. You know, people who may not have had a lot to smile about or a lot to be happy about, the Redskins gave them something to be happy about in life. I'm talking about people who live in the parts of the city that they don't promote. Right. The visitdc.com. Right, right. You know what I mean? The places where they don't have electric scooters. Exactly. Or dog parks. <laughs> or bike lanes. <laughs> right. But that's D.C. That's For right. those of us who grew up in the city, that's, that's, right. that's Washington. That's, that's D.C. <laughs> that's People right. who can't afford suites that's at, right. at, at, you know, at FedEx Field, at Raul John, wherever that is. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, at Raul John, Maryland, you know. People who can't afford those tickets and can't afford those seats, or they had to work super hard, or maybe their grandfather had season tickets, so right. lucked into them somehow, and so that's how right. they got them, and they still struggle to get yeah. those seats. The people they, who don't eat their burgers on a brioche roll. Exactly, and, <laughs> and cut them into fours, and right. you know what I mean, that's eat right. them with forks. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Obviously, not the people who listen to this show. Exactly. You know what we're talking about. And so it's sad to see, you know, it's sad to see RFK go, you know, and, 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 and forget go going. It's hard to see it dismissed as just a building that needs to be demolished for soccer yeah. fields and dog parks and condominiums. That's and right. That's, right, that's they're all they're going to do. Yeah, because it's a com- always a combination of yeah, dog absolutely. park and soccer fields. It's field. crazy. Yeah, and, 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 but you know what? But thanks to the Federal Football Report, mm-hmm. because so many of the guys in this town who cover this team don't know anything about this team, only what they've read. Right? Exactly. You know? no, exactly. But, but what you have here, you have the real the real deal. We're not going to tell you what we heard. We're not going to deal with mm-hmm. any windows and rumors, right? We're going to just tell you the same thing your eyes are telling you. The same thing your eyes are telling you, and and we're going to feel it the same way you feel it. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network, 1500 AM. We'll be back to preview the Cowboys game, and we'll talk a little bit more about the NFC East. That's coming back. Stay close. Welcome back to the final segment of the first uh, episode of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network for the 2019-2020 season. The Washington Redskins open up with the loss, but we're going to move past this uh, 32-27 loss uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're, we're done with it. Uh, for now, uh, right. I'll tell you one thing: if Adrian Peterson is not the starter running back in, t- in week two. We might as well just cover another team with this show. Because yeah, it's something. No. Yeah. We, t- turn this into law and order. We play a tube tube. That's going to be a crime. You know, I'm not, I'm not advocating murder, but, but it's not football anymore. It's, it's mystery. It's a yeah, murder mystery. It's a murder yeah. mystery at that yeah, point. Yeah. Goodness gracious. So let's take a quick look around the NFC East and then we'll do the league as a whole. Dallas- by the way, by the way, I got to mention that we've uh, picked up some fans in Philly and we had a little miscommunication today, but we had some Philly fans that want to join us during the well, course of the year. Of course they want to like, join us. Um, Beforehand, they were going to join us in the preview. And, you know, and uh, although Rodney, our friend Rodney Henderson was anxious, I don't know how anxious he was after. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. But he's always been a stand up dude. He's right? always, you know? yeah, he's always. Well, the Giants have been bad ever since he's been on the show, actually. Well, they were a little bit. They were, yeah, yeah. And, so, and he's but, always been coming but it was good on enough to beat up. <laughs> right. Good enough to beat the rest. Rodney's going to be joining us, too. And, and, and you can join us too, right here at the Federal Football yeah, Report, the We'd Federal love News Network. We'd love to have you because this is your show. This is the people's show. That's right. This We're is the people's, people's host. That's right. You As know? Uh, Harry Connick Jr. once said about his uh, short-lived uh, uh, television talk show, this y'all's party. Yeah. <laughs> we just here. <laughs> That's right. This y'all's That's party. Right. Uh, That's right. So the Cowboys beat the Giants um, right after the Redskins lost to Philadelphia, 35-17. 
Um, interestingly enough, uh, in a game where Eli Manning looked really good for the first drive, uh, they went up seven nothing, and then the Cowboys scored twenty one straight points. Uh, and again, going to a thirty five seventeen um uh, win. Uh, the big story in New York, by the way, number one, Saquon Barkley looks great. Saquon oh, looks ridiculous. On a bad day, he looked great. On a bad day, and here's the thing: he's behind a line that we all know can't block. Wow. He's with a team that we all know can't get the ball down the field for whatever reason. You want to blame Eli? You want to blame scheme? You want to blame injuries at receiver? If only yeah, they whatever. had like a superstar wide receiver. That if would only just they open had a receiver. That could, right, Man, exactly. yeah. If only they had that. But no, they, they, those guys, those are too hard to come exactly. by. You know? yeah. And so you've got Saquon. <laughs> And, uh, and then the, the whole story is Eli, you know, uh, Daniel Jones. When's the, when's the Eli Daniel Jones swap going to happen? And, um, yeah, man, what do you think about that whole situation? I mean, you've got the vet who's won you two Super Bowls. He's not who he once was, but is he the reason they're not winning? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he is. He well, it's, it's always going to be that, that, that rift there if you're not, Moving on, and the quarterback. Some of them just can't. Some players just have to be released. I mean, yeah. Redskins released John Riggins, and mm-hmm. you know that it happens. Right. So, and if the player doesn't see the writing on the wall, if he refuses to let go, I mean, of course, if, if a player thinks it's time to go, mm-hmm. it's time to go. Right. But sometimes it can be time to go, and he not think that it's time to go, and that makes a rougher situation, right? Yeah. And the way they do it with the preseason playing scared, where there's no open competition, it's, it's really hard. But it's it's going to have to. You got to give the Giants management. It's a, it's a it might not be the smartest organization, but they, they're very classy. <laughs> <laughs> they're very classy. Yeah. So hopefully it won't work out this season. But um, the, the Giants, um, they got some they got some work to do. They they do not have the weapons right now to be uh, to be a factor in the NFC East. And on the other hand, uh, the the team in Dallas is the team that was like. In turmoil. <laughs> right, yeah. They're the team in turmoil, and they come in, and they're like hitting like gangbusters, right? Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. Dallas comes out. Zeke just signs days earlier. He gets a decent load. I think he had 13 carries, a uh, few more touches than that. Um, but uh, he, what was interesting was the amount of uh, uh, work that Dak put in spreading the ball out. I mean, Michael Gallup seemed to get some good run. Amari Cooper is, you know, and in, 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 in the late great Denny Green's uh, uh, words, he is who we thought he was. That's right. That's right. Um, Randall Cobb, I think, is going to be a that sneaky is a key good acquisition. Exactly. That was a key because he's he was underappreciated in Green Bay. He was underappreciated in Green Bay, and he's obviously an upgrade from Cole Beasley. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and, and yeah, and so I think Randall Cobb, I mean, gosh, Randall Cobb and the, you got Gallup, you got Cooper, you've got Randall Cobb there, you've got, um, uh, uh, Witten, who I think will bring more stability when it comes to the line and, and, and opening up things for like, you know, Blake Jarwin. But then Travis Frederick's back too, calling out blitz pickups and things like that. They seem to be rolling, man. But the other tight end of, of, uh, and his name escapes me right now, uh, the one who plays opposite Witten, he is, Full of youth, the one who caught the first touchdown. Like Jarwin, yeah. yeah. Whoever he, that is, <laughs> he is full of a, a, a youthful exuberance. Exactly, it's the that, total opposite of Jason <laughs> Witten, who exactly. seems to catch the ball eight yards downfield and just turn around and falls. Yeah, you know? but 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 this guy is like he's he's he enjoys what he's doing, and I believe uh, like toward the end of the season he caught like four touchdown passes in a game or something, right? He is he is the type 
of uh, energetic player that that a team needs, and, uh-huh. and, and Dak Dak has only been in the league what four years, right? This, right. This is this is crazy. And to have someone who's excited to be playing with this guy mm-hmm. and and uh, listen to the game broadcast of and Troy Aikman, who does a fantastic job, he was just looking at the comparisons. He said, you know, uh, when um, when a Michael Irvin and uh, and I and why am I, why am I blanking on the name of the running back? Emmitt Smith. <laughs> yeah, so hold up. Oh, no, I, I was just thinking about, I was just being so sad because we are so far away from that, right? Yeah. yeah. We well, almost sound like a cowboy show. Almost, but, you know, we're looking to appreciate talent. But he was saying that with Emmett and he and Michael Irvin came into the league, each one of them was a year apart. Mm. And Troy, his first year, they only won one game right. against the Burgundy, Burgundy <laughs> Gold, by the way. But, but... They Remind me to tell you that. a funny story about that. Well, I'll tell it now. It's Go funny ahead, because ahead. there was a gentleman who, born, again, born and raised in D.C., uh, and he ends up being a Cowboys fan. So I asked him, well, how in the world does that happen? He says, you know, he's watching football as a young man, and it's that year, and the Cowboys are coming to town, and risking about to play them, and everyone's talking all this trash about how the Cowboys stink, Cowboys stink, Cowboys stink, Cowboys stink. And then he's like, well, why won't, why are they being so mean to this team, the Cowboys, and they haven't won a game? They should feel bad for them. The Cowboys come to, to, to play the skins. The Cowboys beat the Redskins, and everyone else is quiet that Monday, and he's like, that's going to be my team from now on. <laughs> and that's been his team ever since. That's it's weird, right? That's sad. That's sad. But yeah, so what he was saying is this, th- they built on that nucleus, they had something to build on, and that's basically what what the, what the Cowboys did. Mm-hmm. Once they saw that Dak was going to be their guy, and they drafted Zeke, that a lot of teams passed on for some reason. I mean, mm-hmm. Zeke has his moments, but I uh, see, like all the guys have their moments, but they were smart enough to draft Zeke, and then made the brilliant move to give up a number one for Amari Cooper, right? right you know, right, right. They, they, they did it right. It was they're a, doing it right. And let me tell you something. Here's what here's what here's what is scary about the. Dak Cooper connection. Oh, the Dak Cooper connection. Um, <laughs> is that from Jump Street last year, they had a thing. Yes. And they had no off season to prep. There was no chemistry issues. They just seemed to click right away. Dak and Amari Cooper. And you're like, man, give these guys another year, an off season. Uh, you bring Zeke back, get Travis Frederick healthy, and you're like, wait a minute. That's what brought Jason Witten out of retirement. He saw this and it's like, this can be something special. Let yes. me get me a ring or try to get a ring with this team. And they're coming to FedEx Field. Um, I'm expecting there to be a lot of Cowboys fans mm-hmm. there. They'll be arrogant. They'll be ignorant. You know how Cowboys fans are. Yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, show yeah. up and they'll, they'll, do, they'll do what they do. Let's go ahead and preview this game. What do the Redskins need to do to win this game? They need to lock the coach into the locker room <laughs> when the game starts. Um I think they're going to have to uh, fake to Adrian Peterson a lot. I think that they're the Cowboys are going to put eight in the box. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to dare the Redskins to throw. I think that the Redskins have enough receivers that they can just flood, <laughs> flood right. the field with receivers mm-hmm. and pray that they can <laughs> – has enough time to find the open man. I think right. they're going to have to, uh, they're going to have to outscore the Cowboys. I don't think the ball control is going right. to work in this instance. I think I'm looking for, um, I don't know if you can stop these guys because there's just too many weapons, right? And, and all it takes, I think they'll be able to put some points on the board. And I say that because the Cowboys pass rush isn't going to be, t- 
tough because they, I mean they've got two guys out Robert Quinn who they picked up and Greg Hardy who are both suspended I think for yeah, the first yeah, two yeah. games and with the Cowboys you're gonna get suspensions yeah, we know yeah, that. yeah, that's and so those two yeah. won't be there uh, Demarcus Lawrence obviously got to worry about they don't really blitz the two linebackers yeah. too much they you know they may send um, uh, gosh uh, Jalen Smith uh, yeah. every now and again but. I think that they'll be able to put up some points, uh, but what's going to be key, like you said, is is being able to score with Dallas because Dallas can score quick and they can score a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're capable of doing it. Uh, I have just not, I as a Burgundy and Gold analyst, have not seen enough of this team to say see how they're going to react after losing a big lead like that. Are they going to come back angry at the world? Which, like a lot of teams would, just mm-hmm. like angry at everybody. I mean, because the coach put them through such a rigorous session during this week. But the, I'm kind of concerned that the coach is too busy defending himself uh, to be able to put a, get together a game plan that um, will allow the team to win. So that's why I'm going to see if I can get some of the, uh, you know, through our connections, get some of the plays in and perhaps create a game plan of our own. <laughs> and, and see, that's their only hope, right? Now, here's what I mean now. Um, at the time that we're recording this, we don't know yet. But man, it would really help if Jonathan Allen was uh, playing. He did tweet that uh, that it was just a sprained knee that he's going all right. He's going to be able to play. He tweeted that okay. a couple hours ago. So all right, that's what he tweeted. Well, we'll see. We'll that's see. Right. So we'll have more for you on this uh, game. Well, do we want to do predictions? Sure. Why okay, not? You your first. Pre- <laughs> my prediction. Uh, okay. Yeah. Me first. I'm going to go. The Redskins are going to start the season zero and two. Um, they're going to lose to the Cowboys 34-13. Uh, there'll be rumors of Jay Gruden being on the hot seat. I think they're going to get out to a fast start. I think they're going to jump out to like a 13-7 lead, 13-3 maybe, and Dallas is just going to score 31 unanswered points, 34-13. Well, that's close to what I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, 43-31. Okay. I'm thinking that it's a not going to be close. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that um, in the second half, we might see a young man from Ohio State okay. get a little mop-up duty, mm-hmm. and he'll throw a two touchdowns and two picks. Okay. And it's, it's just the roof is going to just, everything is just going to explode. <laughs> like There's going to be so many controversies in this town. Do we play him? Don't we play him? Do we mm-hmm. fire the coach? Don't we fire the coach? That's what I want to know. When do these discussions happen? When do you see the quarterback discussion happening, and when do you see the coach discussion happening? The quarterback discussion, I predicted, w- would happen after game five. Okay. Because I, I don't know if we should start him at home. Mm-hmm. I think we should start him away and get him uh, get him well, used to that. Well, are they both the same? As yeah, the yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I don't think, <laughs> you know, this man's used to playing at Ohio State. Right, right. Where he <laughs> played where a home game means the fans right, cheer right, for right, you. Right. So I just want him to get used to playing away. So when he's playing at home, it would be like playing not quite as away. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking that's game uh, that's game five or so, right? Um, I, and the coach... I don't know because I think that that it's not just Gruden that has to go. Uh, first of all, we haven't even mentioned anything about Trent Williams and his medical staff situation, and you know every indication is he's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely no one right. has said he's wrong. That's right. the funny thing. It's like no one has said he's wrong. That you know the staff has been great with him. The staff, but I mean, you, even when you look at the way things happen with Colt McCoy. 
Um, I get the how gruesome Alex Smith's injury was, but even he's had setbacks and had to go yeah. back to that and then this infection and that. You're just thinking like, what in the world? Now, I, maybe the training staff don't have to do with that. I don't know how that whole thing works with training staff and the medical team. Mm. I don't know. But it ain't right. Something's not it right. It ain't right. Adrian Peterson completely blew out his knee in Minnesota and came back the next year. Right. They had, can't even get this kid who broke the first preseason game. Right. They, they now, couldn't last even. Year. Last, last year. Last year. Last year. There's something, something is wrong. Something is definitely wrong. And we're going to find out what it is for you because mm-hmm. that's the kind of show we are. We want, to, we want to know the truth because you deserve it. Exactly. Show of the people. It's the Federal Football Report (laughs) on Federal News Network. I love doing this show. Absolutely. We'll be back next week, folks. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.